I do not know how to get through this. I'm unsure where to look, who to speak to. Oh, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, I'm talking about loss. You know, I I lost my mom. And I don't want to talk to anybody here. I feel as if it's a burden on people. As if they'll think I'm silly. Even my boyfriend. I could barely talk to my dad about it, even though he tries, you know. Just doesn't feel right, feels weird. And I don't want to talk to family. Never relied on them. Not really going to start now trying to air my grievances and talk about my feelings. So I turn to strangers. I'm turning to you. You're a third party. You're an outside body with no assumptions, no background, just a clear sense of what I'm about to say. Not sure if I'll explain it well, but hopefully you're okay listening. And if you are, let's get started. Thanks for listening today. So, here we are. You don't know me and I don't know you, but I'm going to tell you about some stuff and I hope you can relate. If not, that's okay. But I just need to talk and hopefully have someone out there here. Look, I lost my mom. January 4th, 2021. (laughs) I can remember being in that hospital room clear as day. You know, COVID took away the ability for people to be with their loved ones when they passed away. Little background with us. Our family. I have the best luck. You know, when you go to Disneyland and the fireworks are going off. For some reason, I always get it well-timed to be on the small world boat watching the fireworks pop off or somehow magically get an upgrade for a room or win at gambling every single day. I go. It's funny that that luck allowed me to be by my mom's side. I wasn't supposed to be there. None of us were. And yet my dad had the ability to stay with my mom 24 hours a day when she was admitted to the hospital for what would have been the last time. Christmas Day was a flop. (laughs) I still remember being so disappointed that mom wouldn't open her eyes or stop sleeping for a moment just to have Christmas. I had this assumption that it would be the same as any other Christmas before. That she would somehow magically stay awake and laugh and open gifts together. That didn't happen. She slept. She slept. She wouldn't even wake up to eat breakfast. She tried, though. 
She let us get her in a wheelchair and she sat at the table Christmas morning and, and she tried. Dad bought her poinsettias and put him out on the porch for her to look at because he didn't want the flowers in the house in case it would make her sick. But she was so exhausted and I saw it and I said, Mom, do you want to go back to bed? And she said, yes. And that was that. That was the last time I had her with me on Christmas Day sitting up at the table trying to eat. But she wasn't hungry. She didn't even want her medication. <laughs> I still remember having to force her to take her pills. But I remember being sad, being disappointed that we didn't have a Christmas that I thought we would have. Next day, Dad finally gave in because she was hurting and she was trying to squirm out of her clothes. an ambulance and I sat with her while he packed up a bag fed her in shore and coconut water through a syringe that was the last time I was with my mom I sat at the table behind her as she tried to rest a bit before the ambulance came I for some reason needed to space myself away I don't know if it's because I was scared or because I somehow subconsciously knew that was it. But I told her I loved her before she left and we video chatted every day from the hospital, every day, multiple times a day. But the day she died, the day before really, she had bled out when she was being taken down to get a simple GI exam done because of the bleeding in her stomach and the ICU doctor was on the video chat with us explained what happened and she never woke up again you know but he looked and he would look through my dad's phone and asked from the three of us who was here in Vegas and I I said me and he said Come down, bring your husband too. Don't worry, just tell them who sent you. And I was there by her side immediately. I was able to hold her hand and stroke her head and sit with her. I sang to her the last few hours of her life. Elvis Presley, <laughs> her favorite, the gospel CD. You know that, you know that movie, Steel Magnolias, when Julia Roberts' character is in the ICU, she's on a ventilator, and uh, her mom is reading a magazine to her, but she says, open your eyes, open, open, open your eyes. <laughs> You know what's funny is I had a moment like that next to my mom telling her I love her asking her to look at me <laughs> you see it in a movie and think that's just a movie no it can happen in real life too that was January 3rd I was there by the afternoon About 
21 hours later, 20 hours later, January 4th at 10.15 a.m., she inhaled, but didn't exhale. And how strange to see the passing of someone. My neck snapped up the minute she took that last breath. I saw it. That was it. That was it. There was no ghost scene, you know, where you see the heavens part and her soul lifts up out of her body and she looks down on you and smiles and walks into the clouds. There's none of that crap. She took a breath in and never took a breath out and that was it. And it was so crazy to see her so peaceful. And she lied there as if she were just sleeping. It was the craziest thing. Because death surrounded my life, gosh, at a young age. Losing a brother, a grandparent, a sister-in-law. I've seen death. I know death. And yet this was different. So why you? We're at this segment now because you made it through the first two, which means I was right. A stranger is willing to lend an ear, whether out of curiosity or anything else. You were here and you made it through, and I thank you. There's so much more to process, to get through, to share. So I hope you stick with me through this journey. Don't feel too bad for me though, okay? I I didn't do this out of sympathy. I did this to expel all these thoughts and feelings to share my story because I need to, because I want to, and because it makes me feel better knowing that even if one person, just one, randomly finds me and clicks on this podcast and listens all the way to this point that I was heard. That's all I need. So if you're willing to walk through my story, my journey with me, past to present, stick around, okay? It's going to be a bumpy ride. I guarantee that. But it's going to be some sort of ride. (laughs) And I hope you enjoy it. Thank you.